0: What up, what up, familiar and a happy day to you. What up, this is your boy, Al Merger, and welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Live Podcast. Hey, and today, folks, I got comic book goodness coming your way, all right? It's an independent label with some goodness. that's going to blow your mind, and actually, it's a dope goodness. About time, right? We're the ones buying books, you. Give me some stuff to enjoy, too, all right? So let me introduce the co-founder, the EIC, the writer of Tracy Queen, the one, the only Lindsay G, and the other co-founder and lead designer and illustrator of Tracy Queen, the one and only, JL Draco oh. What's up, kiddos? How you doing? What's
1: happening? How are you? Hey,
0: man. Oneshi Press is in the building, folks. they in the building. Let's blow them up, talk about Tracy Queen and all this adult goodness you got going on. I'm digging it. So I have
2: you. never felt so hyped up in my life. <laughs>
0: I'm so excited right now. Yeah, let's get it. Let's get that. That's that music. That's that intro. Let's, let, yeah. let's start popping off, yo. For real, this is gonna be a Yeah, day. Like yeah. we're about to go into the
1: ring or something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right, right, you're ready, right, right. Where, where's Michael? Uh, what's his name? The, the old school announcer. Yeah. <laughs> I right. right. drop You know? get ready to <laughs> move? You <know> what? move. <laughs> Wait till I move. That's actually a great idea. Just all right. So thank you for taking some time out of your day to chill, you know, and talk about this awesome project that you guys are coming out with, right? Because we have a pre-launch right right there. Folks, Mm -hmm. sign up now, all right? Because believe you me, we're going to start getting into this. But, you know, I love origin stories, so I need to know. Let's start with the lady in the house. Let me know your origin story. Where you from, and how did you get into pop culture? When I, when, when before you answer that, what I mean by that is, who introduced you? If it was not something that you found on your own. Huh.
2: That's a really good question. Mm. Um, I actually I was raised in the middle of nowhere in the country in Pennsylvania, okay. so I really had like very little exposure to pop culture until young adulthood. I moved to New York City when I was eighteen, okay. and. Before that, like, I never saw live music. I didn't have cable. There was no comic book store within at least oh, 45 damn. minutes of where I lived. Um, so I just picked up what I could, where I could. Oh, like, I
0: mean, what do you, ride with antennas and, you know, hey, stand yeah. over there for signatures. Yeah,
2: <laughs> where I grew up, we actually had, like, a, a really tall, like, two-story antenna, and we had this little remote inside mm-hmm. that we could use to, like, turn it.
0: Oh where, Oh fancy. You, you could like <laughs> wow. hear it
2: outside going like oh, so you, man. Could, you could pick up one of the five channels we got on our TV a little bit better oh, if it was facing wow. this way. Oh wow. <laughs> so I was very cut off, but um <laughs> when I was like eight or nine, my mom for some reason got me a Calvin and Hobbes comic book. Mm-hmm. Oh cool. Okay. And for me, uh, that was it. I was like, okay, I like comics now. Um and obviously, you know, Calvin and Hobbes was a weekly cartoon. Hello, Hi, Yuki. Yuki. Hi, Yuki. Um, so it wasn't the same as, you know, like reading DC or Marvel comic books, but that's how I really got into the medium of okay. comics. Um, And that was really it for a while. Um, But I also really, really, really loved Star Trek.
3: Okay.
2: <laughs> as a kid, that was my main pop culture thing. We still
0: do. <laughs> still okay. love
2: Star Trek. Um. <laughs> Do you cosplay as
0: like, a Trekkie? Come on, be honest. <laughs> uh,
2: we've kind... Uh, we have pajamas. We have Star Trek uh, okay. Next pajamas. Now everybody knows. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lieutenant Commander. Hey! So,
0: uh, it's really There's a lot of good times, then and In and that, boy. Empire, all right. that, that, that's a conversation for comic
2: but uh I think one of the things that influenced me most was when I was in high school one of my best friends introduced me to the Rocky Horror Picture Show.
0: Oh okay cool.
2: And I was like gender bending fishnets weird pulp sci-fi like yes this is where I belong. Um awesome. and that I really like the the more I create the more I realize how deeply Rocky Horror Picture Show Affected me creatively because oh, I wow. think Tracy Queen actually has a lot of Rocky Horror in it. Oh yeah,
0: her <laughs> battle lingerie. Yeah, battle lingerie. Yeah, it's not
1: armor; it's battle lingerie. we're oh, like okay. that armor doesn't look effective. I'm like, because it's not armor. Yeah, <laughs> uh, she's a, a Ultron part. robot. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah! Look at that beautiful Voltron back yeah. there. Yeah. I got. I got. This is actually, I believe, like the 10 year anniversary one. Then I got nice. this one that was a build builder figure. And You know, and I love my my uh, skeleton, ba- my yeah. bad guys.
3: Me <laughs> <laughs> too. That, um, Me too.
0: And this is a gargoyle. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Right. And then, and this jetfire is not. It is was a display model, if you believe it, a non-transformable oh, yeah. model for people is to be able a- to see what it looked like. Is that Macros or? Oh no, that's Jetfire from the, uh, Transformers. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, very, very, very Macros like, and this is why I did that, because normally you have it like this, but because I like Macross too, you know, I got it. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I think if I remember right, uh, in the early days, right, like Hasbro, like got some of the, the Japanese anime toys and just Um, rebranded them to be, like, Transformer toys. So So Maybe that's one of them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Awesome.
2: Yeah, I also... I'm a huge villains fan. I grew up uh, loving Maleficent
0: from Sleeping Beauty.
2: She's my girl. And then, obviously, Frankenfurter. Um, So I think I have... I have a long history of, like, siding with the villain, which I think also plays into Tracy Queen a lot. She's a very morally ambivalent character
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so um but the the main the main influence i guess on tracy queen for me is that uh when i i went to college in new york city and moved away for a few i gotta years.
0: ask there so what made you jump here you are in the middle of, of nowhere pennsylvania with five channels 18 <laughs> bumps and you sprinted to new york or what happened there
2: I did. I just. I really wanted to be in a city, um, and I got accepted to a university in New York, and I was like, "All right, I'm going." And it was, nice. it was just she major. Buy my cows, buy chickens. For real, <laughs> <I didn't know. laughs> it was major culture shock. I'm not gonna
0: lie. <laughs> no, really, I, so I, I need to. I, I love that because a experience. So you come from this country area, kind, kind of you know, hardly any people. Anybody in town knows you. So. What was that first experience like, the New York for you? What was that first week like, the week one? That's what I'm kind of curious about.
2: Well, <laughs> um, another major influence on my creative life was that the summer before we started at this liberal arts college I went to, we were everybody in the entering class was supposed to read Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. And I'm pretty sure I'm the only one that did, <laughs> so I showed up and I was like, "I did the required reading, guys. Gosh, I sure liked Frankenstein. What did you think? And everybody else was like, "What?
3: No.
2: <laughs> I was such a nerd, oh my God, but uh I went on to like reread that book like five times, and I wrote like an academic paper about it that got published, like I'm big Frankenstein nerd, so i I thank my uh inability to. Really integrate into city life right away, okay. um, for letting me get so deep into Mary Shelley's <laughs> Frankenstein. So I guess that worked out. Um, oh, yeah, I didn't actually spend much time in the city. I went to Fordham, which is, okay. uh, in the in Bronx. The BX.
0: Yeah, in the BX, I know. I'm, I'm yeah. an OG from New York, so I know.
2: And, uh, but Fordham is a very, like, gated community. They keep yeah. their students, like, behind walls.
0: Yeah, it's a jail. <laughs> We, had, we don't need to, we don't need to in the VX, what? You know oh, I mean? Really? Let, let me go get a snack at the bodega. You'll probably never come back. It, it <laughs> took
2: me a while to even learn about bodegas because I was like sequestered away on the fourth campus. Oh of my Tennessee. god. Yeah,
0: <laughs> oh, bodegas are the best thing on earth. I miss them. They so really much. are. It's the yeah, we we miss them all the time. <laughs>
2: yeah, now that I'm not in New York anymore, people want me to shut up about bacon, egg, and cheeses, but I
0: won't. Oh my god, you, you're <laughs> after my wife's Heart, then because he said the same thing the bacon and teas. Yo, you guys don't know how to make it. A Kaiser roll? it.
1: No oh, one else oh even knows God. what a Kaiser roll is.
0: No, they don't. Oh, my yo, oh, I love you guys right now. Thank you. <laughs> You're really taking me home. Me and wife, we talk about this all the time. We found a shop here in Florida because where we're at now, the Brooklyn Bagel Shop. And when she bought that, she didn't tell me. She gives me this big one. I, didn't, I didn't it. I think it's gonna be a damn regular, you know, Florida Bay. I was like, oh, where Did you get this? this is New York. <laughs> I went batshit crazy. I was like, Do they have rolls? Tell me they got rolls. Yes. That's the only thing they don't got. i was like, Ah, oh, oh, man. That's if they had the rolls, son. Hey, Toronto. Yeah, Toronto is <laughs> close enough. What's up, Tech? Thank you. you. Oh, Thank man. you for knowing what that is. Very oh amazing. yeah.
1: So they're actually made, um, upstate New York. And we were talking to someone about this because like the, the last podcast we were on, what's your random? Um, uh, we were talking, we came up and we we're like, yeah, so you know, there's like a, a Kaiser roll distribution pl- plant in Brooklyn and you know, like no one else knows what they are. And so we were like, Oh, you know, like, I'm sure it's gotta be some kind of like organized crime thing, cause every single bodega has the, the Kaiser rolls. Yes. And like, you yes. have to have them to be a bodega. And if you don't have them, like, you go out of business. What well, is yeah. that? You know? And so we were talking to him and he was like, actually, it's really funny you mentioned that because I live in the town where they're produced and someone else uh-huh. tried to open a Kaiser roll factory and then yeah. was burnt down. Like literally, their Kaiser Roll Factory. <laughs> the only other, Kei- the second Kaiser Roll Factory, just burnt to the ground. The only just, other, <laughs> the only other one. Man, that so Kaiser Mafia is real. The Kaiser there's a Mafia. Kaiser Roll Mafia out there. <laughs> <laughs> if I you want, want to understand. open up a bodega in like Toronto or New you York, have to that make area. A deal. Connecticut, you the whatever like, mafia, you have yeah, to really. be you give the Kaiser Roll Mafia their news or whatever. I don't know what it is. Okay. I need what to see this
0: as an She Press comic book now. The right? It needs to be there. like an eight I pager in our next that. anthology.
3: That's a good idea. So yeah, now we're gonna,
0: we're just talking about this
1: on every podcast that's gonna I'm, develop. You
0: yeah. know. Let's let's do it. I
1: know we're gonna get a knock <laughs> on the door.
0: Yeah, but let's do it. All right, imagine bro. You talking about my rolls? Yeah, right. (laughs) right. so let's get into JL's origin story. Hey, silent
1: speaker, how are you? Hey, tech, how are you? Yeah, no, it's specifically, it's not the bakery mafia, it's the Kaiser roll mafia.
0: Yeah, the Kaiser roll. Anyone can open a bakery, (laughs) but
1: only the Kaiser roll mafia can sell Kaiser rolls. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, my backstory, I was born and raised in New York. Uh, Well, where, where in New York? So I was born in Long Island, South Shore, uh, like pretty much the center of Long Island, uh, Baldwin, right by maybe you would have heard of like Freeport or mm-hmm. Rockville Center or Hempstead. Yeah. So like right in that area. Um, and as soon as I could, I you know, at, right after high school,
0: um, I went to <laughs> school in Manhattan. I um, love the Kaiser King. We're yeah, the Kaiser the King. Right? We are building a comic book during this interview. Apparently, this is it. We're we're going for so it. We
2: want to go real bad. The Kaiser Kaiser.
0: Oh. oh. Double <laughs> K. K. Double yeah, yo, You don't want Double K coming through. Who?
2: <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> K two.
2: The name you dare not speak aloud. The double yeah. K. <laughs> um.
1: So yeah, I went to school. I went to school of visual arts in Manhattan, and. Um, I commuted from Long Island to school like two hours a day, every oh, day, wow. you hey, know. Two hours? Uh, sometimes oh. like three, three and a half hours of just being on a train. Long Island Railroad. Baby. So I moved to Brooklyn as soon as I could. And hey, uh, we in
0: Brooklyn, bro, because I grew up in Greenpoint.
1: Oh, nice. So oh, wow. I, I lived in Bensonhurst. I've lived in, uh, let's see.
0: You must have lived in Bushwick. Wishwick. anybody in Bushwick. Hey, I lived in Bushwick. Yeah. I was on Jefferson for a minute.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, we, oh, yeah. we, we, we lived off the Jefferson stuff. For yeah. a few oh. years.
0: Um, <laughs> where else? I lived in... Did you live in Bayside or? I did East New York. Bay Ridge. Bay
2: Ridge. I lived it. in Bay Ridge. Bay Ridge.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, wow, you bought, so you were around some local good shops though in those areas. Oh
2: yeah. Oh yeah, we had our, we had our bodegas of preference for different you know, things in our...
0: It's so really
1: different needed. like when you go into a a franchise place that makes food or sandwiches or convenience stores and everyone who works there is just an employee. Yeah. They are just there to get their wage and leave. When you go to a mom and pop yeah. bodega shop and everyone in the everyone who works there is family and that is their business. Yeah. Sink or swim. Bro. everyone who leaves that bodega is happy or they go out of business.
3: Yeah. It, 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 and you
1: could tell they, I love they them. care. They mm-hmm. care about their stories. They care and about, about the their people. customers.
0: You walk Whoa. in three weeks later, they're like, hey, the usual. And I'm like, you got it, you know. <laughs> Bro, like, look it my boy, they got, like, when they saw I was short, hey, you want, I'll give you credit, don't you worry. One day, they saw yeah. that went by beers. He's oh. like, well, you know what? Those beers are on me. You're always coming through. Yeah. And then he opened one up, and cheers, kiddo. I'm like, yeah. who does yeah. that? You, and you don't get that, like. Hey, hey, 7-Eleven would never do that for you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> never, ever, you know. Um,
2: except on uh, free Slurpee day one small
0: free she's making sure that she's not sitting on 7-11 so you'll get her free slurpy I do what's going on here seriously <laughs> <it's> really- <laughs> Yes, New York is a friendly place. Yeah. Although, you know, yeah, we, we, we have a rough exterior. But we're very soft and mushy inside.
1: <laughs> there's there's not a lot of pretending to be friendly. There's yeah. a lot of friendliness, but, yeah. like, respect my space. And that's because yeah. people are just so stacked on top of each other but all the time. The subway. Yeah. How many like, times
0: do you felt like a sardine? I took one of my boys to New York Comic Con with me one time. <laughs> from yeah, Massachusetts. My- wow, the yeah. full starting experience. Yo, from Massachusetts, you know, the, you know, you always drive me and they don't got trains, you know, bro. He was like, and he just looked at me in the train while he's going stuff. He goes, how in the fuck did you live here? It's like, yo, I'm about to hit somebody. What is going on? No. Why is everybody rushing? Why can't they see that don't fit? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, all right. Yeah. You know? You're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> this is no, what
1: it what is. is bro. You. One of my. One of the best trainings in drawing that I had was spending an hour commuting from Bushwick to Midtown Manhattan every day, you know, and just being so cramped like this. And I always stand. I never take a seat because I'm always like there's somebody who's got back problems or hip problems or leg problems or, you know, someone who's more tired than me. If I'm healthy, I'm standing, period. Even if there's like a free seat, I'm going to wait because I know at the next stop. Someone needs it. You and know.
0: Art long commutes fun because you can start reading. I mean, I used to read my yeah. graphic novels on that train because uh-huh. I would start early dogs. And people would stop me. Excuse me, what is that? What are you reading? <laughs> so I, instead, I would draw.
1: So I would stand up and balance, like surfing the train and have <laughs> my sketchbook in one hand. <laughs> Only a New Yorker like have that other. skill. <laughs> and so, my, our first book that we published actually, uh, Great Nations, it's one of our fantasy books. Almost all of the drawings in that book I did on a train from Bushwick Uh, to Manhattan, back and forth. So like Uh, I was like, wow, this is like an hour and a half on my way to work and an hour and a half on my way back from work. Or maybe an hour if it's a good day or I catch an express or whatever. But still, the
2: trains aren't backed up. I'm on a train
1: for an hour. Like, what can I do? So I just spend Mm -hmm. two hours a day drawing every single day for like a couple years. And I have just... Stacks of sketchbooks. Yeah. Isn't, cool.
0: sure. Isn't tech right right here? I mean, you know, when you start driving, you lose oh, productivity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that commute time. I mean, yeah, that's New York, yo. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, you have that moment of be creative, listen to your music in peace, even though yeah. you may be yeah. scrunched Reading up. Books. You still your own space.
2: Yeah, I'd no. listen to podcasts too. I'd always listen to like nerdy science podcasts, oh, yeah. and I would learn so much on my way uh, to and from work.
1: Now oh, working from home, our commute is like. We get out of bed. Switch from oh. pajamas to clothes, maybe, <laughs> you know, like. Bro, and we're at the computer, and it's now?
0: like. Ah. Thank God, my job doesn't turn on the camera automatically because I'm topless every morning in the pajamas drinking a coffee. So you know. What
1: I mean? We, we got to get you some of those Star Trek pajamas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, you know, I, I'll be part of the Enterprise with you guys, no doubt. Yeah, Let's yeah. Go.
1: Or we can get you like Transformer
0: pajamas. I don't hey, care. Whatever, but yeah, I will dress up in anything you need me to, bro. Except the skirt, I'm not gonna do that to y'all. Because I don't, I, you know, I go commando, and, and there's a strong. Wind and things are going to go wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask, how did you guys connect? I want to know that or the story now.
2: Well, actually, we met online, but not on, like, an online dating app, like most people, like, you would think when you hear that we met online. <laughs> um, so when we were both living in New York, I was doing some modeling work on the side. Hey. He was looking hey. for a model. And, uh, we came across each other on, what was
0: it? Hey, what were you How looking for, for a model for? That wasn't just a, a move to get some girls, huh? No, no, no I was doing <laughs> art. And,
1: you know, I was doing a lot of, um, photo manipulations or photo bashing as a lot of people call it, where like you take photos and then like use Photoshop to like make them into more fantastical or, you know, abstract okay. or things like that. So I was doing a lot of art with, um, models and I actually learned a lot about illustrating from doing that. Cool.
0: You, um, let just, me ask that You think that's an important thing for people to do, and to, to own their artistic craft?
1: Yeah, I think anything that you can do to get your hands dirty with creativity, like the more you branch out, the more well-rounded you become. And it's a lot quicker to like focus on one thing and do that one thing and excel at it. But like the more,
3: yeah. the more you man. branch
1: out. The more well rounded it's going to be when mm. you get to that plateau in that thing that really drives you. You know, that's just how I look at it. Anyway, mm-hmm. I mean, I would never tell other people how they should go about, of course, of course, you know, their journey because it's so personal. But
2: well, jail's very much a renaissance man. He has a, a lot of talents that he has turned into skills by doing a lot of different things.
0: Excellent. Well, yeah, I know, man, a jack of all trades. You know, I mean, as we all should be, learning as much as you can, folks. Let's do yeah. it. Let's
1: build that. The so, JL of all
0: trades, right? right. Yeah. So, okay, so, so homies looking for models and, 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 and you twos. right?
2: Yeah, well, we, we yeah. started messaging each other and we developed a cool idea. We were gonna, we were gonna go on the subway in the middle of the night when it would be empty <laughs> and I was gonna be dressed as like a, forest fairy kind of creature. Okay. And I was going to like crawl around in the subway and
3: <laughs> I, I,
2: love it. I was really excited about the shoot, but I was also in the middle of like a million projects. I was working full time and in my free time I was running an online magazine and I was also putting together oh, a one-woman art show that I was creating short films
0: for. Jesus Christ, busy woman, my goodness.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, she
0: really was born in Pennsylvania. It's like, oh, my God, it was an outburst of creation. <laughs> <Yes>. Volcanic. <laughs> right? Volcanic
2: So
0: many outburst. things I had
2: to do. Um, <clears throat> so the, the night that we were going to do the photo shoot, um, I was finishing up putting together these short films I made for the art show, And my video editor and I realized that one of the files that we had scattered throughout all of these videos was corrupt and it was screwing up everything. So I was a mess. I ended up being like three hours late to meeting up with you at Penn Station. And we didn't end up doing the photo shoot. I just said, do you just want to come back to my apartment and we can drink whiskey? (laughs) And so that's what we did instead. But Uh. we ended up spending that whole night Hanging out, and the next day I was running all over the place getting stuff ready for the art show, and he actually called off work so that he could help me,
3: hey.
1: and he basically
2: kept me from completely melting down that entire day.
1: What? A that, was like,
2: yeah. That's
1: what I do.
3: The
2: rest was Ah. history. I was like, this guy is the keeper.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Look at you. It was all
1: because of that corrupt file. It was working for, you know, the double K, like
0: Ah, (laughs) the
1: Kaiser roll conspiracy. So
2: shortly after that, we realized, you know, he was an artist and I was a writer and I was working on the script for Tracy Queen. Um, already at that time and he had an idea for a comic book that he wanted to work on and we both basically needed each other's skills so we started collaborating together Mm. 10 years ago and we haven't stopped
1: and the other comic was pack which we're still working on so Lindsay is writing and i'm illustrating pack which was the idea i had and tracy queen which was the idea she had so we're still 10 years later working on those two ideas that we Decided to exchange when we were just getting to know each other mm-hmm. 10 years Little
0: ago. Little babies. Little beeps. Oh, my gosh. And it, 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 folks, let me tease you real quick. I mean, look, that's Tracy Queen. Epa! <laughs> Woo! Look at this. Jeez. Rated N for mature, folks. It's not for kitties. Yeah. Right? not for kiddies. <laughs> uh, So, All right. So let me ask here. Now we're going to start getting it. All right? Because um, I know... You know, in our prior little conversation, you're telling me you have a lot of journalism experience in a specific, uh, field, if you will. Um, how did that journalistic experience help you bring about the ideas that are present in this project?
2: Well, um, so the, the quick backstory of that is that, like I said, I moved away from New York for a few years. I missed it terribly. <clears throat> so I moved back, but I didn't have a job lined up. I was living with friends and I was like, all right, I have about a month before I need to get a job or I'm going to have to try to move back in with my parents.
0: So- no, no, not back to the <laughs> not cows.
2: Not Pennsylvania.
0: Not that um- damn
2: antenna again. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so the first job that I found was writing DVD reviews for an adult film magazine.
0: What? (laughs) Why did you find an ad for that?
2: (laughs) It was a friend of a friend. Like someone I knew from high school had gone to college with a guy who was now the editor of this skin rag, as they called it.
0: Skin and they needed a DVD <laughs> reviewer.
2: And I was like, all right, sure. And that was my first paid writing job of my
0: life. Wow. Hey, yo, listen, yo. Money is money. you doing what you got. Uh-huh. And, and DVDs, folks, that's before Blu-ray, for y'all that Blu-ray's don't know. That is right. way back. I picture
1: <laughs> someone in a suit with a little, like, Kaiser Roll pin. Oh, oh. Hey, kid, you want to oh, make a bucks? Dude. Gotta get you writing about the skin rack.
0: That is a perfect... um thing to give away for the kickstarter when we do yeah, that right. the kaiser, kaiser World Mop, World a pin. pin yeah because when, that when means we, you're part of your yeah. associate that means you're a safe store you put that sticker on your window you, you know you, you're part of the legit kaiser you know Mop. this is going to get us in trouble there's a real kaiser <laughs> Rome there. Rome right out gone, there. After,
2: they're going to come the whole way up to montana we're, to
0: threaten us well, well, stop giving away where you live. oh my god folks <laughs> folks you heard it here first if they go missing you know who to blame and I'm not giving you my address because I'm moving soon anyway, so I may not be in a to So me.
2: this DVD reviewing gig. Basically, uh,
0: was, he, he said you got you got cat faces fucked up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was getting paid to watch these DVDs and then Ooh. write glowing reviews of these films, right? And uh I thought it was just gonna be, you know, for a few months to pay the bills, but I actually I started getting really interested in who the people were in these pornos like what what's their story like I wanted to know more and I started getting interested too in like realizing the way that I was embarrassed by it and how if I told somebody else what I was doing they got embarrassed by it and I was like I don't know I got very curious to learn more so I ended up spending 10 years writing journalism about adult entertainment. I did wow. interviews and op-eds and columns and I started my own magazine. Um, Cause I was really interested in like, not just how the adult film industry works, but also how the rest of us see it and think of it and relate to it. Okay. Um, Cause there's like two kind of totally different realities going on. Like the people who work in the industry, have this set of understandings about it. And then the people who are outside of the industry know nothing about what's going on on the inside. And I just became fascinated with how that all works. So um, Tracy Queen is a character who was half inspired by that work and half inspired by an actual person who I knew in my life, who whose life was just so, over the top, that I was like, you need to be a comic book character. So, God damn. Kind of married the two things together.
1: Makes the Kaiser Roll conspiracy seem team, honestly. Tracy <laughs> is
2: a real person, and the parts of her life that you probably think are the real parts are not. It's the crazier stuff. What?
0: <laughs> but oh. uh, I'm not
2: allowed to say who this person is, so I, I can't That's really
0: okay. I'm it. not going to ask that question like most people would. <laughs> because the way you say it, I already know it's okay, you know, we're not supposed to know what this is it's just based on some real shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
2: so yeah, I, I wrote this character who leaves behind a life of violence, which is something that I feel is like so normalized in all of our entertainment it's like, yeah, you can show a, a movie where somebody's head gets hacked off with a saw to kids, fine, whatever, but if you put
0: something sexy in it, oh gosh oh my god, wait Danic Jackson, a nipple. Oh, my right. God, oh, it's a nipple. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so you, you're on that path there because, you, you, as you said, Tracy chooses a life of pleasure over violence, right? But, because yeah. there's always a damn but, isn't there? Yep. Right? <laughs> uh, the pressure that that puts her in is, like, weird, in a weird way intense. Not that it's wildly intense. It's weirdly intense. So <laughs> why is he put that in the context of more weirdly intense? And, and, you know, and why is that? Why like why is she going through this pressure in that way? What all she wants to do is just be at peace and enjoy life as we all should. I mean, hey man, if I if I could have some fun. Hey. Right.
2: Right, exactly. Um So
1: just it. to circle back, no no no. I, I just want to interject. Um yeah, there's always a butt and in Tracy Green there's it's a lot a of butts. Lot of buts.
0: <laughs> all types of butts. Not not just no, all types of, one T but two Ts, too. Yeah. It is a good material, so don't you worry.
2: <laughs> equal opportunity butts.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> absolutely equal rights for butts, no matter what but it is.
2: <laughs> That's gonna be what I take away from this
0: podcast. <laughs>
2: equal rights for butts. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing that I've realized over like so much time talking to people who make adult film is that people who choose that life, um, <clears throat> For whatever reason, you know, people go into that for so many different reasons. It's very personal and very individual, but they all face discrimination because of that choice that they've made. Um, even though, you know, they're doing legal work, they're doing work that pays for their, their bills. Yeah. They face so much pressure, especially women are treated like.
0: It's a stigma that people don't appreciate. I mean, I, I do have one person on the team, Brian Adam, and he is all about supporting the, the industry. He says, These people are just people nice. too. So I want you to be on his podcast too. Cause when I told him about this book, he goes, ah, why didn't I get them first? Cause I said, I, oh, awesome. I promised them. So don't you oh. worry. I'll get you hooked up with him too. Thank you, Al. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. We need this. This is, this yeah. is a material. We're adults. We're the ones spending money, and while we like to enjoy superheroes, sometimes we need a little bit extra oomph. You know what I yep. mean? <laughs> hey, you know, yeah. you know, a little extra kick. So, and I also want to start showing off your awesome website. Trade
1: man, the tights
0: for some fishnets. You know? Hey, oh man, you're talking Johnny Hughes language. <laughs> He's all about the fishnets. Every character he loves. For some odd reason, have fishnets. So I'm like, Johnny, is this a thing? And he just goes, no comment. Sometimes.
1: And there, that goes right back to what Lindsay was saying before about, um, you know, the Rocky Horror Picture Show being such an influence. For real.
2: For real.
0: Um, but look at this, and, and I want to talk about. So you know, the, the design, all this. You know, how did you get into this mindset? I mean, because you, Lindsay, you have the story, you know, and Jaleel, oh, you're drawing it. So you know, how did you? How did you guys work together to create the look and the feel of the book? I mean, how, how was that creative process in well, that journey?
1: Early on, we uh, hired a model from Model Mayhem, actually. Where, okay. we're model Mayhem, shout model. out, yeah. shout out, shout out. So we and, hired a model um, to, to basically give us um, a very extensive photo shoot for reference for Tracy Queen. And we built our character's look around a real person. And, and that was very intentional. It was really important to us that Tracy had the feel of a real person, you know, and not, um, superhero kind of, you know, exaggerated in proportions, but just very much like, yeah, there's someone who looks like she, as you know, she exercises, she's probably very athletic, but you know, like a real person, um, and for the covers, you'll notice uh, what you have on the screen right now. The cover for number one, that yeah. was done by Stevie Ray Drawn. The cover for number two was done by Tang Mosachini. The cover for number three was done by Sinuous Flora. And they are all very, very powerful illustrators. Um, mm. They are mm. female-identified mm. illustrators that we respect as powerful people. And we thought, you know, to have someone illustrate the cover for Tracy, who is our, you know, our powerful leading female character. Yes. Um, We want to get as many different takes on that as possible. So we're going to have, you know, different illustrators for the cover for each one.
0: And we're going to
1: try and get as many takes on that as possible. We include lots of guest art in Tracy Queen. So. Any mm. fans can always submit guest art to us and we'd love to put that in the book and show how other people, you know, have their takes on on Tracy. Um
2: oh, and we've got a variant cover coming oh, yeah. up for the oh. three. That oh, was by God. Diana Camaro.
1: So that's not a secret. Okay And you
0: and you mean <laughs> and, and you mean that Kickstarter right here that they could sign up for now that launches when ago oh, yeah. Tuesday, launch? Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday folks, hey, yay. Hey.
1: And so, awesome. yeah, that's really exciting. Diana's awesome. She's done work for us in the past. Um, Yeah, I mean, all these people have, have been in previous anthologies of ours. We tend to, you know, people that are in our anthologies, we tend to keep them in mind first when we're hiring for for future <laughs> projects. Um, Excellent. Man. Yeah, it's a good way to, you know, kind of test people out and see where it's going, how, how responsible they are, how much they cheerlead when we have a campaign going on, you know, that's all like big factors in who we're going to hire for future projects. You know,
0: Oh, is that an easy process when you are looking to hire? What's the process like? Cause you know, not just being creators, but also a self publishing independent, powerful press. I mean, how is that how is that journey in the hiring process? Is this something you would say is easy? you know explain that I, I'm pretty sure I, I have creators on my team I, in a couple in an hour or so I'm going to introduce my my homie that has his first comic book out, you know, and he's working with a homie from my other from also from oh, yeah. that did his publishing press. It's like here we are, creative people just keep building, so what's your journey like there are you know just continuing to uh build.
1: So we have open calls for submissions. So we get a lot of creators submitting to our anthologies, like eight pagers. Nice. So we're now working on what our 12th. our 12th anthology.
0: Wow, 12. And, oh, yeah, congratulations. 12th. That's awesome.
1: Coming up this year. And so we're at a place now where we have like 12 stories per anthology,
0: right? 12, I mean, these 12. are
1: big books. You so know? you're
0: talking 12? uh stories eight pages each yep oh wow it's a big
1: book you know and then there's (laughs) art in it and intros and outros and all kinds of other stuff so i mean like each book is kind of our rolodex and when we're like hey we've got this project coming up who should we hire we go right to our anthologies and Mm -hmm. flip through them and we go that's the style i want to see this next arc of mr guy in or that's the style i want to see Tracy Queen in, and we just flip our own anthologies.
2: Although, that being said, I am going to put it out there that it is still much more difficult to find female-identified comic book artists. Like, I know that there are a lot of them out there, but there are still so many fewer female artists that they're often booked up like way into the future (laughs) or and this is awesome sometimes they're really expensive which is fantastic like charge what you're worth sometimes
1: they are out of our range
2: but it can be hard to find people who are available and who we can work with you know monetarily because there just aren't enough female comic book artists so this is my plea if you are a female artist and you want to work on comics please do we need more of you in general.
0: Uh, I went to New York Comic Con, what was it, uh, that 2019. Okay. And Artist Alley was my favorite. And, and I went with my wife and she felt inspired because she was like, is it me? Or is there more women here than dudes that draw? i nice. like, yes. And, and then the whole thing was not, not to shit on my fellow men, but these women were just absolutely, incredibly Talented. I'm like, yo, I'm feeling there are so much more than what I'm seeing other tables here have so it's, it's an like, interesting they they're, they're, they're out there, but a lot of them are also shy or or people don't know how to get in touch with them, they don't know how to market themselves. they are there, but there's also other uh, other problems you know mm-hmm. in regards to this getting noticed, how do I get noticed and like you said, You know, I mean,
1: that's the real thing. They have to like so many of these awesome women artists have to be twice as awesome.
0: Just be bold, though. Fuck the gates, crash through them. I don't believe in any type of game. Because if if, if you do that, come on, man, if you're gating anything, you're really hurting what you love.
1: So allow everybody
0: to love, and if you don't like it, yo, just shut the fuck up and don't buy it. That's all. Just move on. No need to shit on the creator or the people that love it, and I hate that. Like, if I'm not into something, I'm still willing to listen about it. Oh, maybe that's not for me. Oh, you know what? Let me check it out once, and I'll let you know. Fair enough. Let me be really subjective about it, not, you know, not objective where, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to, you know, on what it is. Fuck you. You know what I mean? I mean,
1: if it's, like, problematic, and like really problematic, there might be times where I'm like, Yeah, fuck that. You yeah, know, but like,
0: but but you tell them, well, and I'm pretty sure you're gonna be constructive. Well this is the reason why. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And I always my it. opinion and not try to shit on you, but this is my opinion and and you know, this is why this is not what I represent. You know, and believe okay. you me, you know, uh with well, my platform I get things sometimes that I feel are just out of place for what we do. I'm here for everyone and when they try to sell me narratives, I don't really like that. I because I'm here for everyone, period. Sure. Everyone, I don't care who you are because like, at the end of the day, we're earthlings. <laughs> if
2: you're making something that makes a group of people feel like they can't take part, right? You know, like they're not, yeah, welcome. that's, that's where I draw the line.
0: That's not, yeah, good. that's awful. I don't do that either, you know what I mean? Well,
1: that's yeah, the gating, right. that's that right. whole thing, right?
0: Yeah, so like
1: we draw the line at gating, like when it's
0: us too, know. man, we don't do that at a totally don't not like people like that uh and if you're like that you know i'm really honest middle finger salute to those type of people <laughs> yeah. uh, we don't need that in this i mean right. here's a creative you. do you know what people go through to create you know what i mean they put themselves out there and for you to, to try to bash them or, or try to say you know listen be constructive be engaging let's converse not not bash you know exactly well exactly. and
2: that's actually i was just saying this to jl yesterday um it's a big part of Tracy Queen because I understand that you know this is a not safe for work comic. There's some stuff in there that some people are not going to enjoy. And
0: you so, shouldn't be reading adult material at work anyway, or any anyway, material <laughs> because we be are doing a <laughs> job. We
2: <laughs> have to say not safe for
0: work. It's crazy, you know. <laughs> Good point.
2: But like we try to make it really clear, you know, from the get go, this is a not safe for work comic. If that's the, not the kind of thing that you're into, don't put you on just, your
0: job browser. <laughs>
2: But I at the same time, like I do want Tracy Queen and the themes that it, that the story talks about to be like an invitation for people to think a little bit more deeply about this stuff yeah. than maybe they have before. Yeah, that so, means
0: such a mental folks. <laughs> yeah,
2: I I want people to feel like, oh, this is a way to engage with this kind of material that feels fun. Yeah. But you know, is also. Kind of getting me in, in the brain a little bit, too.
0: You know? It's still the material, but a fun way to approach it.
2: Exactly. I mean, there's there's a talking raccoon sidekick. There's hey. cyborg clones. There's swords and a little bit of kind of sorcery. I mean, it's all over the place. It's really fun. But See, it pro- is going to show pro- you a pro- lot pro- of butts. Hey,
0: hey, 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 hey that, that, with two T's, not one, all right? Just for- that yeah. clarify.
1: that <laughs> comment from Tech. What? Really cool. Thank you, Tech. Uh, One of my favorite things about Oneshi is the amazing opportunities you bring to independent
0: creativity. Isn't that amazing? When you affect people like that and they see the value that you bring to the culture as a whole, thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. Because, again, this is for me what comics should be. let's Let's have fun. Let's have a good time. Let's touch some subjects, you know, in a fun way, sure. and that's it. I mean, what's the problem? And then that you are looking for, looking out for those folks that you know may not have the opportunities, you know. Exactly. Thank you for doing that too, and allowing them that chance, that that window to, you know, hopefully do something great with this amazing. Beautiful independent label that's out there right now. Yeah. This is the beauty of indie. Hey, and <laughs> <laughs> so it's know- okay, Tech. It's all right. I could understand. I see the commentary, so that <laughs> means. And I love the word. Yeah. She yet. Exactly. She said, "Yet." So you better Dude. do this. You know, get her done. Get her done. <laughs> get her done. Submit. Yeah.
2: We we really believe that the gatekeeping that's been done for so long, especially in the comics industry and in so many other industries, like, like you said, it's not helping anybody. It
3: doesn't. And
2: there is plenty of room yes. for people to come in and tell their stories and make their that's art it. and, and be heard and have yes. an audience. Because I mean, everybody wants to find the comic book or the graphic novel or the movie or the TV show or the, whatever, the community yeah. that feels right for them. There is plenty of room for everybody yes. to take part and, you know, trying to I keep agree. people out and keep people down is just not okay. helpful to anyone who's trying to find their community or anyone who's trying to make something and put it out for a community.
0: Like, and, not, and it hurts the industry just overall because if you're trying to stifle creativity, then you're hurting the future of the culture. Right. Don't stifle anyone yeah. Let people do what they do. And again, if you don't enjoy it, that's okay. Just don't buy it. That's all. Look for what you want. And let me tell you, if you don't like anything that's out now, there's a huge archive. So, (laughs) you know, go go ahead in the past and buy what you want then. That's all. Uh, We
1: do still have that middle finger salute, though, for for the gators, (laughs) for the, you know, bigots and that kind of thing.
2: The reason that we started Oneshi Press is because we put together uh, an 8 or 12 page sample of Crazy Queen and one for pack. And we sent them out to every comic book publisher, like the big ones, the little ones, the tiny underground ones. We sent them out to everybody. And we actually got a lot of really good feedback from. Hey, we love
1: this. That's great. Thanks for sending it, but but
2: but, what? That's awesome, a
1: but. (laughs) So bring it back around, you know.
2: Yeah, always a but. Especially for Tracy Queen, the main thing was, well, this is a story that is sexy, but it's not about the sex, so it doesn't fit in our erotic comic section. But it's too sexy for our not erotic comic section, so we don't. We can't touch it. We don't have a so slot for
0: talk it. Talk about that because you know that's the one thing that you 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 mentioned that Tracy Queen is not a sex object, but rather a sex subject.
2: <laughs> I just came up with that recently. Really. I really like <laughs> that. It's
0: perfect. Well, well, give me that reason in there. What does that mean to you?
2: So a lot of the time, the way that we've been, I don't know, raised or or raised into our culture in america and much of the western world is like once sex becomes involved right our brains like shut down
0: meltdown and and thinking with the wrong parts
2: and we yeah exactly and like we can't we believe that especially if someone chooses to be sexual especially a woman that she becomes a sex object like we can only look at her and objectify her and that's been a lot like a big part of the conversation especially a lot of feminist ideology has said that that's the way it is that it's necessarily like the male gaze looking at a woman but we haven't spent nearly as much time saying well what about that woman's experience Mm. what does she think Is she, she's not just an object, she is also the subject of her own story. Mm -hmm. What are her motivations? Is, you know, and I think a lot of the time we assume that that person is doing this not because she wants to, but because she's been forced to, because, Mm -hmm. you know, she's now being hurt by other people. And the sad truth is that that does happen sometimes, and I don't want that to happen. So, what I have tried to do with Tracy Queen's character is make a character who makes her own decisions does this kind of work on her own terms because she wants to, this is the choice that she's made and the journey that she's on. And so rather than her being objectified and just looked at by other people, she's actively making her own choices and choosing what she wants to do with her body. So she's the subject rather than the object.
3: Mm, mm.
2: And I think that there's like right now, there's not a whole lot of room for stories like that because they feel really foreign to us. They're not, we're not used to it yet, but I think that's changing. I think that a lot of entertainment is starting to be told more from that viewpoint of like, let's actually examine what's going on for this person. And so I hope that this story can be an entry point for kind of flipping that script and thinking about it a little differently for most people.
1: You know, uh, I want to, I want to add to that as someone who outwardly, you know, I present very male, very masculine and very comfortable with that. So a lot of other people assume, oh, you're a guy I can talk to you like a guy. Right. So people come at me with like, sometimes I hear locker
0: room talk of like, oh, blah blah
1: blah. you know what I mean? And you know what
0: I mean? Dudes, that's how dudes talk. And That's how dudes but again, do. But again, you know I mean, is that a disrespect. It's just what it is. It's not what, sure. what it is. It's what it is. And, and it like, is, people don't yeah. understand that. So and hear women hear talk the same way about men, too. So that's right. what that is. So, you know, yes. we, let's make sure we show that side, too. You know, yes. women dog yeah, men, yeah. men dog women. And, and, so and it's, it's, it's mutual dogging. <laughs> the interesting
1: thing there is, though, when a guy is having a lot of sex, it's like, hey, he's successful. He's, he's a hero. Good, good he's, a he's, he's a man. He's a man. man. Yeah. But when a woman is having a lot of sex and being promiscuous, oh, she's broken. Act. What happened to her? She must have been. Yeah. Her, she must have gone through something, she must be disrespecting herself, and it's like wow. that
2: just like sex.
1: That right there. Yeah, well, how about she is the everything that's wrong with yeah. with this false gender narrative.
0: It's yeah, like absolutely. the idea that if
1: a guy's having a lot of sex, hey, good for him, he's winning. And if a girl's having a lot of sex, she's broken. What happened to her? Yeah. Ladies, you need to respect yourself. he's not a
0: proper lady, yet. Whatever. It's all you right. Have Yo, like, fun. You, you cut him too give me my phone. Nonsense.
2: Yeah, it's nonsense. And, you know, as long as you're being healthy and careful and, like, consenting to everything that's going on and so are your partners, like, do it. That's all that matters,
0: exactly. Who the fuck cares and anybody judges, they're just jealous because they ain't getting
1: it. Right, right. Uh, Uh, There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that, I'm sure. That's
0: what what I'm saying It put you, you know what I mean? Hey, You know, um, but for real, I mean, I appreciate that what you guys are doing, really trying to do something different and just bring some fun. And again, uh, just something for us to enjoy just as as grown folk. Yeah. Again, while we enjoy superhero stuff or fantasy and magic. You know, let's hit some other stuff too sometimes. Like, yeah, you know, hey, you know, sometimes I don't want to watch a movie. Can I get a cool story? I don't wanna be reading these novels, but if I could get this in combo before, hey, yeah. yeah. yeah I, be know,
2: I believe that a story like this just shows that like sex and adult material can be a part of a story and it can actually be an important part of the story, but it doesn't have to be the only thing. There's the so focus, much more going definitely. on. And I find, like, that that's a, you don't see that very often. So I hope that this is a little bit on the groundbreaking side and, you know, helps people, I don't know, see oh, yeah. stories in a new context. Like, hey, wow, this, this sex scene can move the story forward instead of being, like, just
3: end of it.
0: Just yeah. being, being filler,
2: being yeah, that yeah. filler.
0: Like most movies, this is why I say this to my wife sometimes, sometimes I'm looking at these movies and I'm like, that scene wasn't even necessary because it, yeah. it, it it was just a just show. Just just for ratings, exactly. To, oh, look, they connected. You could show me that people connect without having to penetrate each other. for Right. Like, they yeah, could have had know. dinner or like a nice talk. You know? <laughs> Just chill or insinuate of, of, of what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: You know, exactly. You got to do it. But again, you gotta doing something often. So there you go, folks. I need you guys to visit this website because the, you could get right now Tracy 1 through 3, which is coming out. But you can get a whole bunch more on this website, all right? Um, follow them on social. They're everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Onishi Press, which is it's spelled like O-N-E-S-H-I Press. You don't know how to spell that. Please look it up. Um,
2: <laughs> We're grown. We know how to
3: spell
0: Exactly. It. Exactly. And then please go to Kickstarter right now. You got to sign up for real to kickstarter.onishipress.com. Sign up. Get that notification and then immediately throw your wallet at the screen because <laughs> is, this is what you need in your life. Yeah, just throw it. Throw them credit cards. Get the highest tier that you can. And let's talk about that. Can we tease any tiers that we're gonna get before we go?
1: Yeah. What's the What's the best way to do? Should we send you? Like you mean like sending you
0: images or just tell well, me send me that? an image? No, tell me, tell me, me something right now. T- tell us. You want to hear the, the highest. What, okay, tier? let's go with the highest tier so we can already tease people what they need to look okay. at. Okay, Lindsay,
2: I'm
0: going to call on you to read out
2: Oh my God. There's
3: all
1: of some, these okay. things.
2: The here. highest tier Take is the called mask. the Tracy Queen tier. Uh-oh. And uh, people will get Tracy Queen 1, 2, and 3 in print and digital so they can read <laughs> it wherever they want. They will get a Tracy Queen cube craft doll. It's like a paper cutout doll that you put together and it makes a little boxy. Uh, it's like a little Queen.
3: puzzle. We'll Whoa. also
2: give them the Tracy Queen theme song by David Geringer. Amazing. You get wow. a bunch of stickers and postcards from Tracy Queen's World and other Onishi Press projects. they will also get the variant cover of Tracy Queen 3 by Diana Camaro. And all those books will be signed by the two of us. Oh! We're
1: grabbing this to okay. show it. <laughs> Sorry.
2: Also get at least one art print. Um, and we just we just got these confirmed. We're going to have custom made Tracy Queen Lego minifigs. Oh, shit! Say <laughs>
0: word! Yeah. And. How did you yeah. feel about that? You're going to have your little oh, man. figure he in the
1: store? I'm so stoked. You don't even know. <laughs> oh, man. It, Lego <laughs> is just going back to like my first love. Yeah, you know? Yeah. So, having a little like, minifig of my and character. She's, she's
2: going to be in her battle lingerie also. So, she's and, got like, uh, armor and it. fishnets and the whole thing.
0: Adam's going to eat this up. Oh, my God.
2: You're oh, snap. Tracy Queen signs. This is the
0: Queen Bee logo. Oh, snap. I see Here's it. I got front. it. You got it right there. yo. hey. <laughs> I'm having a hard time. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, and it changes color too. Oh, oh yeah.
1: Uh-huh. It's, uh, it's got a remote. So it's programmable. So you can nice. like control how it changes or put it on whatever color you want or whatever. Um,
2: don't, don't, don't. The, the highest tier also comes with our comics anthologies. All um of them. Mr. Guy Zombie Hunter issue one, three issues of pack, one uh original art page from Tracy Queen volume one. Like
1: actual pencil on paper. Oh and wow.
2: The one twelfth scale, fully posable Tracy Queen action figure that
0: we get the hell out of you got an action figure song. Yeah, and she's
1: like Fully posable too and super, super hyper realistic, like anatomically correct. It's. Wait a minute.
0: Put it in the middle of the screen for a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah. Joints. Okay. So I don't see the joints.
1: You don't see the joints,
0: right? Oh, wow. That's so cool. There you go. Yeah, I see it. Wow. That's so dope. Wow. I mean, yeah, she's so pro- silicone.
2: She's a custom, too. She's got Tracy Queen's hair and makeup and everything.
0: Okay, yeah. I am digging that, yo, because yeah. all these, yo, okay, that's already different. Because All these toys we see joints. That yeah. is so cool. So how many uh, points of articulation does it have? Do you know? What's the- I, I couldn't, couldn't even count 20, because there's...
3: 23?
0: Yeah. 23 oh points? Man. Oh, shit. It is like, and it's
1: great drawing reference, too. Yeah,
0: that's like, the that's the what I've thing been thing
1: using her for. for, is drawing reference, really? and I was like, People, people might want to buy these. Like, these yes. really,
0: really there's cool. no joints and on it. I mean, so realistic looking. I mean, you look at my figures, everything has joints. So. You can yeah.
1: see
2: the ankle and wrist joints. And, I think and that's, that's it. it. That's
0: and it. that's fine. If I don't got to see the elbows, the knees, that looks yeah. pretty cool, man. Even like her lower back is like
1: fully rotational. Her hips are rotational. Like, wow. her <laughs> neck can rotate.
0: It's wild. It's Okay, I need to know, what's the secret that is cool? Can you give away the secret? Like, yo, how long did it take you to find somebody that could produce that type of quality product? I can't tell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey. The
1: Kaiser Roll Mafia
0: <laughs> hey. is
1: like, over Conib- my shoulder, like, you're Conib- not going to say anything soon. right
0: <laughs> comic book coming soon i need to see kaiser role mafia you know, know. D- d- you're gonna have to move fbi please get involved here to protect them in case they yeah get, right <laughs> this is the illuminati of roles yeah. where the truth tells- and they will probably hit the wrong button folks don't you worry they hit the wrong button and they should be back momentarily so you can close out this so things happen you know Oh, Either that or there's actually the Kaiser Road Mafia that just did some shit over here. Yeah. I, oh my I, a- I, I, I know. I, I was about to say, I think the Kaiser Road Mafia did something here. <laughs> they were just waiting.
1: They were like, yeah, You're right, you scaring me. Take them, out. take them out.
0: They figured out how to hack me and said, Let me take him out right now. Those motherfuckers. <laughs> Everybody was nervous right now. <laughs> They got scared. I said, "Holy shit, yo! What happened? King K came for you, yo, (laughs) for real." So, and yeah, that um, all uh, all eleven of the anthologies,
1: Mister Guy one and Pack one, two, and three are also print and digital.
0: Oh my god!
1: Every single one of them signed. What a library, folks! So all of them. signed. Stay tuned. That's like our top tier. So you want to save up all your allowance if you want to get that.
0: (laughs) Get it, get it right there. Signed up now because you wanna get it. Because it's I mean, beautiful art, awesome writing, awesome characterization, touching on some fun themes, all right, adult themes. So again, folks, not for your kitties. All right, don't kitties. do that. Don't and even that. the toys. Maybe the Lego. The Lego, maybe. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: even the Lego is in battle lingerie. That's a bit risky. <laughs> but it's all right. I mean Red Sonia right. walks around in battle lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, hey, just because of, just because it's armor doesn't mean it's not lingerie, okay? right? Right.
2: Tracy has a very strong style aesthetic. You know, she can't make her battle armor look different than what she normally wears.
0: That would. Just... Uh, she's from New York. Of course, you're gonna have style. She's a sure. she's a brand. You know. You know. yeah, uh, oh, yeah, yo! sit. <laughs> ah, what is this, the private Hilton of motherfucking heroes? Right. <laughs> I have a brand, folks. Yeah. I love it. Uh, but it is amazing. You guys are dope. I love the energy. So I just want to say, you know, I always give my flowers to creators. So I just want to say thank you. You guys are a power couple. I see <laughs> you guys as the future right now. You are the prince and princess of power couples. Aww. All right. And as the world starts to know you soon, you're going to replace the, 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 the current power couple. Alright. So you know who the current power couple is for me? Who is the current power couple? couple. Right now, for I me, know. I call them the Jay-Z and Beyonce of comics. For me, it's Jimmy Palmiati and Amanda Connor. Oh, uh, okay. yep. yep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Totally. I mean, right now they're king and totally. queen of comics. They do such awesome projects through their, yeah. their paper films and all that stuff. And You see the at cons always together kicking ass. That's but, awesome. I see, but I see you now as that royalty too now. So you are the prince and princess. There's room for, for more, yeah. right? No, the, 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 the world is huge. You could yeah, have your co Actually, you know what? Then you are the the king queen of Montana of comics right now. I'll right. take it. <laughs> Our I love it. Don't. I there hope
1: everyone I who followed us to this uh, stream is also now following Al because Al, you're awesome, oh, and you, we're so we glad just... that we got a chance to meet you. This has yeah, been. I'm great. happy.
0: I'm happy that you know whatever happened before. Look, we, we corrected it, and I was able to hang out. Talk some awesomeness with you guys. It's a great book. And please, folks, you got to support because these people are awesome. We'll talk. I mean, they're putting themselves out there. So, again, these are people that are doing something different. They're brave and bold. And, you know, if you can't do that, don't talk shit. All right? Celebrate, celebrate creative people like I'm them. They, they, they're they bringing stuff for you that are just going to put smiles on your faces and, you know, bring some value for your book. Trust me. Again, Tuesday. Throw your wallet at Kickstarter. You will not <laughs> regret it. And please follow them. Onishi Press. All over with the socials. Again, I'm going to spell it again. O-N-E-S-H-I-P-R-E-S-S. All right? Everywhere on the socials. Please visit their website, samespelling.com. You know, buy everything. Get ready for that Kickstarter. Thank you again. All right? You Thank guys you. rock and roll. You're and we're awesome. Folks- for my family for the Crusaders, you know what y'all doing. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the comics comments. I love you guys. Also tells you what to do and tune in a little bit as I talk to the next big homie about their project. Wepa, hasta la próxima, mi gente. I'm out. Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCursators.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCaves.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today.